Episode 10, Next Generation Leadership, Bruce Wirt, Mike Rosales-Peterson, and Micah, big news. This podcast has joined the big time. So not only did we get accepted by radio.com, which actually rebranded, I have to get the name of that. We'll do that in the final segment, but we're moving to Megaphone, which is the largest podcasting platform in the world. And it hosts Westwood One, it hosts radio.com it hosts iHeartRadio. so big time that comes with a downside to you listeners you're going to have to listen to a few commercials that you didn't have to listen to before so we can no longer say okay. that this is only brought to you with limited commercials by telesystem and uh, if you listen to any of the archives now you're also going to hear the commercials too so sorry about that it was a white lie because i told it in truth at the time, but we've just grown. And thanks to the thousands and thousands and thousands of people who continue to come back to listen or watch us, we appreciate you. And thank you, uh, people. Thank you. We appreciate you. If you get a chance to rate us, yes, subscribe, please. In <laughs> my mind, we will appreciate you so much. Please support us however you can, share it, share it to your friends, your family. Um, you know, this podcast does an amazing job at just making sure that there's a little good in this world when it comes to leadership and you'll definitely learn some stuff. So check it out. It's uh, it's crazy when I, and we shared this, I I don't even think we had a guest. Um, One of our shows uh, recently did 18,800 views on, uh, on, uh, the video platform. And I looked at that and I'm like, why can't I get more than four people to just give us a rating on iTunes? And the guy from uh, one of the podcasting places that we deal with said to promote the iTunes link, not promote the megaphone link or the, whatever the we're hosting on Podomatic now. So anyway, that's coming. We're going to make it easier for you to rate and review, but we really need you to do it because that's what helps us grow and get the guests that you want to hear. So uh, Micah, who do we have coming up? this week on Next yes. Generation Leadership. So this week we have Mike Onestock, who's the Senior Vice President of TBI, one of the largest master agencies in the entire nation. So we yeah. get to dive deep into his mind in a few minutes. So I'm excited. Really good guy. And what I didn't do this time is sometimes I'll ask Micah who's coming up and then I like say it uh, myself. And that's Yeah, just- he'll just, you'll just hint at it. <laughs> So, just completely. Mike's one of my favorite people in the industry, and I've known him for such a long time. I can't wait to have uh, to get into his mind because I think there's a lot there. So after you listen to this telesystem commercial and then a few others, we'll be back with Mike on the stock. Stay with us. In a world where businesses are striving to adapt, connect, and evolve, we're here to bring you more. More freedom to work how and where you want while keeping employees connected, productive, and engaged. More flexibility to customize solutions to tailor a simple, more agile network. And more security for an evolving cyber landscape with around-the-clock access to hands-on technical support. It's time to explore more. All right, welcome back. Next Generation Leadership, Bruce Ward, Michael Rosales-Peterson. And Michael, we have a pretty awesome guest today. Yes, we have an amazing guest today. We have Mike Onestock, who's the Senior Vice President at TBI. Hi, thank you both for having me. It's a pleasure yeah. to be here. I've been watching your uh, 
your series on LinkedIn. And uh, when I got the invite, I was pumped. So thank you. Yeah, you, we had to have you on. I think, you know, you, you are such an amazing leader in this space. And I see everything that you post all of the time is so inspirational. And I, I definitely think that you, you have a lot to say. So that's why we wanted, we wanted you on. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be a change for me. I don't normally talk about myself. So when I was reading the questions, I was like, this is going to be the first time people have heard the answers to some of these things. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I've known Mike now for probably 10 or 11 years and all the way back to when um, I was at a different company and I was chasing him around a convention hall trying to get uh, TBI to sign a contract with us. And um, I feel like there's been so much growth for both of us. And I, I, it's just really cool to be sitting in this uh, situation and, and talking to you from this perspective. Yes, you're, you're definitely the consummate professional. I remember the first time you got me in the conference hallway. Yeah. I was coming out <laughs> of Channel Partners and you were coming into the main floor. And the next thing I knew, it's like, you were signed up and we were selling your services. So there we go. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy how, uh, how, how much can change in, in time. And now you're pretty much, you're effectively running the show at TBI. Tell us about your position. Oh, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say all that. There's a lot of people that have their hands in running the show here. Many so. parts of the show at TBI. Yes. I, I, I get to get involved in, in most parts of the show. Uh, and, you know, I get to, you know, have a say and, um, share what I think would be effective, but it is a big team effort over there. Um, you know, currently I'm, I'm definitely involved in, in marketing on a daily basis, our Omni Center, some of our channel sales, and, and many other departments. I'd say if it's a major decision, I get to cast the vote. Awesome. That's awesome. And, and just looking at your career progression within TBI, it's super impressive. Like how you've been there for 12 years and just been gradually getting promoted so you're doing something right it's uh well i mean it, it, uh, earlier i said it's about the team um it really is about the team at tbi so you know helping others progress uh you know has has helped me with my own career and that's really where i focus most of my time but yeah i've i've, I've been blessed to be here yeah no that's so interesting that that's that's like your main thing right helping others help you grow so what, what did you do exactly? Like, give us a, a picture, you know, or like an insight as to what that looks like. Sure. So, I mean, I started in 2008, um, you know, I, in our Omni Center and making outbound phone calls and trying to sell deals for, for partners and suppliers. And, um, you know, over time, when I got a knack for that, I started helping others with their scripting and rebuttaling and managing that. And then I moved into, you know, channel management and recruiting partners and, helping channel managers do the same and, and so on department after department. So it's really, you know, there's, there's no one answer fits all that's for sure. But I would move through um, each individual to say, what could they work on and then try to apply some coaching there. Mike, did you have, were there any points in your, in your growth career where you felt stifled and you, you were having trouble getting to the next step? What, what did your path look like? Any, any bumps in the road? And 12 years with one company, especially in telecom is a long time. Yes, it is. a lot. That's why I was so curious. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, there's <laughs> been a, lot. you know, there's, there, this is a really progressive space. I think there's, I think there's a tremendous amount of opportunity for everybody in the channel. And yeah. so it's been growing so rapidly, especially our space in the master agent spot that, 
you know, it, it's, it's been hard not to, to be successful, I think, for a lot of people, because there's so much opportunity out there that if you've got the passion and the grit and you want it, it's out there for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still think that today, that was one of my, my answers I wrote out to one of your future questions. Uh, you know, <laughs> got, it was, uh, you know, what makes people successful and others not? I think it has a lot to do with, you know, preser- you know perseverance, having that grit and determination and the hustle and passion to want to go get it if you want it it's out there for you yeah um and you know i've always kind of applied that to, to everything i do that if you're not putting in the effort you're not putting in the passion then you you get what you put into it and so going out there and doing that every day uh with consistency will will have return will have positive return for you I'll, I'll I'll use this opportunity to to double down on my four P's. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that. Uh-huh. Purpose, passion, positivity, perseverance, and and I added pliability because I think that somebody that's successful has to be pliable and has to be coachable. But you said a lot of those four traits, and I know I I look at your posts on LinkedIn, and we pretty much see the world the same way. And I believe fundamentally that almost anybody can do almost anything they want with those things. And talent is something that's nice to have, but it's not always necessary to have. You can work yourself into almost anything. So, so I can, I can work off of what you just said uh, uh, all day. So you don't necessarily have to have the talent. You have to have the passion and perseverance and desire to go get it. Because, you know, training, so training is designed for you to fail. Think about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Training is something you do and you fail until you get better at it. And then you fail less. You don't stop failing a hundred percent. Even the best batters in baseball only hit the ball a third of the time. Yeah. I'm, I'm not yeah. a sports guy. I'm just trying to throw a sports analogy <laughs> out there. Um, so Think about that for a second. If you want to go get it and you'll put in the work to continue to improve on yourself, like you're saying, being pliable, malleable, being willing to learn, um, then you can continue to improve you and your situation and your results. And so, yes, I agree with you tenfold there. And in sports, some of the best prospects coming out of the draft don't make it. They don't make it. They don't get the big contracts because they don't have that work ethic. And that's why I say this a lot when I'm hiring. I don't care necessarily what you did yesterday. Your career certainly helps, right? Having a successful career, but I'm looking for what you're going to do tomorrow. Show me what you're going to do in my organization with the way we do things. And it really has to be a fit. You have to have all of those characteristics that fit into a culture that will lead to success tomorrow. Just because you you knocked it out of the park last year for some other company doesn't mean that that success will translate. Yeah, that's good. That's uh, that hundred percent. I agree. You know, there, and, and I'm I'm going to take you down a path of a you know a different question you guys asked before we got on today. And you know, I thought and it applies to what we're talking about right now, which is, you know, what what's one thing I wish I would have learned earlier in my career, um, and I just didn't realize it is you. It's 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 so much more. Um, obvious to me now but the ability to get along with others yeah i mean it's just hands down so freaking important excuse my my uh substitute. no you are good 
but you, but you get what I'm saying. Like if, if you can't get along with others and work with others, then you're, you're naturally, no matter how talented you are, you're going to live a tough career. Uh, it's going to be tough. So being able to, you know, one, all the things we already covered, but being able to, you know, adapt depending on who the audience or the people you're working with is, is so incredibly important. You know, you always catch, you know, more flies with sugar, is one of the analogies people use, but that, that, you know, think about that for a second, whoever it is that's watching this is when you're out there and you're in the field and you're working with others and getting along with, with others and creating a, a, you know, a tie, a relationship, a bond outside of just the business part of things will take you miles farther. And um, I, I know you have, uh, you want to move on to another question, Micah, but I just want to say <laughs> one thing about Mike, my experience with Mike is um, there's a lot of people in this industry that operate with, um, you know, I'd say an air of arrogance. And um, I think in the, in the agent space, um, it it tends to happen because there's a, and and it's not, I'm not even going to say it's unfair because there's a lot of providers and uh, you guys are peppered with uh, people like us coming and saying, sell my stuff. And then we get into that, into that conversation and we say sell more of my stuff and i think that what happens is uh the fatigue sets in and there's sometimes agents can approach providers with with this air of arrogance and then what happens is fast forward five ten or fifteen years and the seeds change and then and i've watched this being in this industry for over 20 years now, I've watched the seats change and the same person that was a jerk to me, you know, 10 years ago is now asking me for something. And I think yeah. that's what people have to keep in mind. No matter what you do, remember that your seat can change or the person you're talking to seat can change and you might need that person someday. So just be good to everybody. Yeah. Exactly. Just be a good person. Yeah. Be a good person. Cause you never know. You never, you never know. I mean, I've heard so many stories of people where the tables have turned, right? Where that, where they were that person who was the decision maker and then it switched and now they're, they're the ones who are asking. So it's always important to remain humble and, you know, to just not have that air of just arrogance and and before I get a whole bunch of tweets or emails that say, hey, hey, that was you, I, I'm fully admitting no, I've been no. the jerk at different part, parts of my career and you learn from it because uh, I try not to be that today unless you send me a stupid LinkedIn message saying, can we talk or, you know, <laughs> uh, sending me a six paragraph thing with a PDF attachment and we've never met before. I'm not going to be a jerk if you're just nice and you politely approach me with whatever your product is. Go ahead, Mike. Bruce, you were, Bruce you were a jerk? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. All right, I'll take it. it. I'm sure there's <laughs> enough people. I'm sure there's enough people that'll challenge you on that. <laughs> I really want to know that. Um, so we haven't heard anything bad from Mike. I've never, your reputation speaks for itself. You you have, pristine. you're just an amazing, very pristine. Yeah. And, um, and anytime that I think that you and I have spoken, it's always been to help out someone on your team. And, and I think that's what makes you stand out and, you know, don't ever change that. So what are the best resources? You love to help others. So what is the best resources that has helped you along the way or people or mentors or? Yeah. So one, I, this might be the most I've ever blushed on camera because I'm just terrible at getting compliments. So thank <laughs> you both. You've been great. Accept um, it. 
And so one <laughs> of the people that come here, thank you. Uh, you know, what's, what's been most helpful to me are probably, are probably a lot, you know, a lot of people, you know, obviously Jeff Shepstone uh, has been a mentor for me. I've, I've worked for the man for, you know, 11 out of the 12 and a half years I've been here. Directly. Legend. Yeah. yeah. And a, for the people who don't know who Jeff Shepstone is, can you? Yeah. Jeff is the founder and sole owner of TBI. Uh, you know, we're, we're one of the few masters that uh, don't have any private equity or uh, any debt uh, at all. So we are, so that's all Jeff and Jeff has been my mentor since the very beginning. I came in as a sales guy and I'm now leaving as a channel leader, not leaving, but you get what I'm saying. So it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're Did he give us insight? He yeah, gave us like tea. Words carefully. No, definitely not. <laughs> I, I'm, here, I'm, a, I'm a lifer. Um, but yeah, so Jeff has been great. And, you know, I would, I couldn't, you know, make it through this podcast without mentioning my mother and father. Uh, you know, they, they're great. They, they both have been, um, you know, I get a lot of my personality from my mom and my business acumen from my dad, who was, uh, you know, in a high level position at Motorola for a long time. Wow. Uh, so sometimes people still send me LinkedIn messages and think I'm him. And wow. so, uh, you know, those are, those are the three people I call when I'm, you know, kicking stuff around, you know, somebody up here and he actually works with us now, you know, Jim Volandi has been really influential. Bruce and I have connected on things in the past, just to throw you in there, Bruce, but it's uh, people, people and having people you trust to call on to get different perspectives have been really, really important. You know, I, so even the other senior vice presidents at TBI have been helpful, helpful for me, like Scott Whalen and Pete Shaw, but um at all ranks, you know, within our company, I know I can call different people and get their perspective, whether whether it's Adam or Brian or Emily or Matt Terzniak, just to name a bunch of TBI people. Um, Ken Mercer. Ken, Ken and I have known, I mean, okay, so let me tell one story <laughs> about Ken Mercer, if I could, right? This, I'm not sure how long the podcast is going to be, but I'm going to keep it short. <laughs> Ken Mercer taught me what MPLS is, all right? Ken Mercer taught the very first telecom training 12 and a half years ago that I sat in. And we used to wear ties to work back then. So here I am, you know, I'm 21 years old and I am wearing a tie and a, you know, a tie shirt combo that comes in a box. And, <laughs> and Ken Mercer is old school. Like, and Ken Mercer is explaining to us what uh, PRIs are. You know, that's how that's how far back I go with Ken. So Ken has been, you know, if, if I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't leave him out. He's been impactful in my, you know, in the launch of my career in technology. So yes, you know, that's somebody. Um, sorry to interrupt you, but that's somebody um, on the chair flipping thing. When you know, because Ken, Ken was somebody as i was coming up you know i i looked at him as that's who i want to be in telecom that's and right. as as i rose through the ranks and uh got that you know got to that level it was uh, almost shocking to me about a year ago when ken said i'd like to work for you and um and i always thought this would be the other way around and you know i'm like well ken was never a jerk to me and it was always he was always there ken and i um, we hit it off when we had our first chat at TBI and anytime that uh, I needed advice on something, he was there. And uh, it's, it's funny how that comes around and, 
you know, Ken's uh, part of our telesystem team. This isn't a telesystem podcast, but uh, I, I, I just think the world of Ken and uh, he's just got a, a load of knowledge. I think that was an excellent hire by you guys. I, I you know, I love Ken to death. Um, I remember that. I remember it was right after the story I told earlier as I wrote the summary and sent it to Ken and then we all got together and the next thing we know, we, we had signed, signed up with Bruce. Um, but, so let me summarize what we just talked about for the last two minutes. So I, basically what we're talking about are mentors. All right. And that's what I wrote down. And I, and I just did an executive forum internally where we invited, you know, 50 employees to come and we did a sit down just like this. And I answered a lot of the same questions. And one of the things I had given them is mentors are so incredibly important and you should collect them as you go through your career. And I, I get to talk to a lot of different people you know, Stacy Marks from AT&T and others um, that spend regular time with me. And I can really, I feel like I could talk to them about anything, even outside of business. And that has been really, really helpful for me. I know that like, like Micah being involved in women in the channel. I'm like, I, I, I admire that so greatly, Micah. And that's part of what I had reached out to you earlier in the year for some of my employees is like, how do I get, you know, these of people to do some of those same things and you're getting involved outside of your direct ecosystem and getting new contacts and getting new perspectives i think have been important uh you know a couple other resources just to continue to answer your question um i'm a huge audible guy i do a lot of audible books and i try to get everybody else hooked on it that's one other way i help people um, a lot of free stuff in there now, by the way, if you pay for the, the premium membership, you can, you don't have to just buy every book. They load a bunch of stuff in there. It's like podcasts now. It's like, Bruce it's, just had to put in the plug, right? I love it. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's, and we'll send all of you a special link. You can put it in. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but you know, but yeah, you're, it's a good point. You get like three credits a month or something like that for very low cost. And so when I used to have a 40 minute commute to the office. So in 40 minutes, twice a day, you know, you could burn through books pretty quickly. And so I would, whatever I was interested in that month or week, if I was doing body language or I wanted to learn about technology, you know, you could get a book that's only a few hours long and get some substance out of it that is applicable to your current situation. And so yeah. I would pivot depending on where I'm at and put something different in my training time. Micah, before you go on, I just want to ask Mike, what's your favorite and, and sales? So just selling, what's your favorite sales book ever on Audible? Oh my God, that's such a hard one. So I, a sales book specifically, I don't have a good answer for you. Leadership wise, I like turn the ship around because it's, uh, you know, intent based leadership about other people learning to do what they were hired to do and not nice. rely, relying on the leader all the time. I don't know if you've heard of like monkeys on your back. That's another book. Um, that's not the right title, but the idea behind it is, you know, when someone comes into your, uh, you know, comes to you, the reports do they, you know, everyone's got so many monkeys on their back. You don't want to have, you know, you don't want them to leave you one on your back. You know, you give them advice and they go do it. That's kind of the same idea as this turn the ship around because it's intent-based leadership that sure. you intend to you know, accomplish the goal. And this is how they're going to do it. So that's, that's one. I like the customer success story. If we're talking about just sales in general, yep. um, and I'm totally going way off your question, but one book. No, like, you are good. <laughs> one book I like to tell everybody to listen to is um, uh, what everybody is saying. 
Hmm. And it's just, it's real basics on body language. But if you're selling face to face or a relationship manager, there's a lot of little snippets in there about reading body language, like a sentence so that, you know, each, each action is congruent with the previous action. So, you know, it's not, if someone just crosses their arms, they could be cold. If someone does a number of different closed body language things, they might not be receptive to what you're saying. And, you know, having the aptitude to understand that could help you pivot the situation before it's over. Before That's very it's, interesting. You know what I'm saying? Because so, you don't really think of that, like body, how your body language can speak before you even get into a room, right? Yeah, it goes, it gets pretty deep towards the end. It talks about micro expressions with the face and things like that. So there's a, there's a lot I know, of, I, I get the, <laughs> in the old way, in, face. in the old times of selling when, you know, when we used to be in person, um, you know, if you started with the customer and, and I don't know if you could see in my square, but their yeah. arms are folded, you know, chest puffed out and then they're ending arms open and ready to receive what you're saying. That was always how I knew if I had connected, uh, Mike, check out Fanatical Prospecting by Jeb Blunt. It's one of my favorite sales books of all time. I'll send it to you. Uh, B-L-O-U-N-T. Just a phenomenal book with lots of, um, especially for the call center that you helped to, to run. It's, uh, it's just great uh, tactical type uh, of advice and execution. I'll, I'll check that out. And then so one, one other book that I just finished. It's called The Future is Faster Than You Think. Ooh, and it's, okay. it's, it's so relevant to our space when what we do for a living and channel partners. I know this is supposed to not be business related, but I'm telling you some of the things they talk about there and you know, not only just co-location services and data center, but AI and robotics and flying cars and you know all the flying Ubers and things like that. That You, you know, know what's... What's insane is that they've been talking about flying cars for the last how many years? The I'm still waiting. <laughs> but, they, but in this book, they talk about, you know, abroad where Uber launched, you know, the first helipad Uber mm. for major business executives. And it, it goes, it gets super interesting if, as you get into it. So that's a, I think that's a good book. Um, I got a couple others, but I'll, I'll hold them back for now. <laughs> No, you're we'll good. do another episode with Mike's audible yeah. list. I love it. <laughs> you can do that. You I'm going to go back and write it down. That's awesome. So Mike, um, so you've had a lot of progression in your career. You've helped out so many people. What is your biggest failure? Like what did you fail along the way? And, and what did you learn from it? Uh, that's such a hard question. It's a, it just because you don't want to reveal your weakness, huh? No, I don't know about I don't know about that. It's so I you know my biggest I, I actually talked to my wife about this before I got on. So, but we're my I I've started a couple companies um, within TVI and ones that I I actually had direct ownership of, and one of them was called Clark Construction LLC in Chicago, and I took a best friend who was an amazing carpenter. And uh, I'll leave him unnamed on this because for some reason I feel like he's gonna end up watching this. But I, um, you know, this was one of my best friends growing up, like the best. And so um, I said, hey, I can use my business acumen to turn this guy into one of the, the best, you know, construction GC companies that we can. So we, we came out killing it. I mean, we sold over six figures in jobs 
in under 30 days. And we just had enough business that we went from two, me and him, to like 27 framers in like no time. Wow. You know, we're framing new houses and doing dormers and on that. Well, you know, on the on the business side, it, it, it got really, really messy. And I think that my, in the end, we ended up closing shop and we don't talk as much as I wish we did. Um, and so I think, you know, my biggest failure there was not making that work because I lost a really good friend over business because I wanted to be uber successful and get that money. And so that, that's one thing that always just, just never has sat right with me. You know, if he was watching this now, I'd want him to know that I still love him um, and miss, miss him a lot um, and think about him all the time. But it's like, it's been really tough to rebound from that. So I, I, we never really did. And that's, you know, that's what happens when you go into business sometimes with friends and family. So yeah, old... they always say don't go to business with your friends or family because things like that. I hope he's listening and I hope he knows who he is so that, oh, you knows. know, at least a little good can come out of this. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, let's wrap it up a little bit. What is something that people don't know about you? What What is a fun fact Some, that people in the channel don't know? So it has to be something really, really different. Uh, really, really different. Uh, you know, what I was going to say is I'm mixed handed. So like I write with oh. my left hand, but I do everything. But people know that probably. They probably, yes, because it's the, what's the safe one I always use. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm mixed handed. I write with my left hand and play pool lefty, but I would like shoot a gun or throw a dart or a baseball with my right hand. So I'm like left and right handed in a way. But it's only uh, the three of us. So you can, you can say. Go ahead and say no, it. I don't want to say. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's that's my safe one. I like to go to. I'm mixed handed. I do left and right handed. You know, I came from a lot of blue collar work before I came into this. So I'm a woodworker as a hobby. I'm a dad. This is my first Father's Day card right here. Um, so it's uh, that that's 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 really me. That's the life I live. So, We're, how many uh, kids do you have? I'm sorry, Bruce. No, go ahead. <laughs> Just working, curious. Working on two. Working on two. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. It does. Ch it changes your life. I, I remember actually um, one of the, the times that we spent together and, and I got to know you was uh, I forget it was a channel partners event. I forget where it was, but um, I won an award from uh, chorus for something. And uh, we, we spent, uh, we spent a good amount of time together. I got to know a little bit about you personally. And I just think back to that moment and how much has changed since then. And one of the people I was with who was in my organization, you know, didn't work directly for me. I always have to throw that out there. So nobody judges me, but this is now my wife and, and we have yeah. two wonderful children. So it's there's so crazy how good. The, there's a picture from that night. Yeah. I remember it was right after you got, award i was wearing my favorite suit that doesn't fit anymore and we're, we're all together <laughs> smiling there was yes i remember that night vividly that was a good time i put it in the podcast but um i don't know you never want to offend anybody or not offend anybody you never want to put anybody in in uh in a picture that doesn't want to be in it so there's probably some people in there that that might not want to be there there's a mix of some others that are yeah they don't work with us all the time but right there you go but when well, we put it out, I'll put it in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to see this picture now. Awesome. Well, the picture's not bad. It's a great picture. It's just oh, it's a great um, picture. We're all 10 years younger and we look 
you know, I look like I'm a I look 17. Yeah, I'm like right <laughs> out of high school. I look like it, you know, it just came from a yearbook day. <laughs> Mike, are you on social media? Where do people connect with you to learn a little bit more about you? Um, so I, you know, I think I have my cell phone number posted on social media. Right. So I get calls all the time from, from salespeople I've never met. Um, and so anybody's really welcome to call me and I connect with me on facial or uh, on uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, oh. Facebook, I was going to say Facebook too. I'm uh, I don't have a private Facebook where I don't, all my channel contacts, we're all connected. I don't care. So if you, if you're comfortable with Facebook, go ahead, request me, I'll accept. Uh, and then LinkedIn, of course, I, you know, I'm, I'm a line LinkedIn open networker. I'm, I connect with everybody. I've got probably 15,000 connections. Um, and if, if anybody reaches out, I'll, I'll talk to anybody. You know, I have the same general rule for LinkedIn and Facebook. I'll generally connect with them. Almost anybody that requests me on Facebook, but with LinkedIn, I'll connect with you. But if you send me within five <laughs> seconds, a five yeah. paragraph thing that has a PDF attachment or some open-ended thing like, Hey, how are you today? I'm, I'm deleting you and I'm blocking. <laughs> how, uh, you don't know me, but you connected with me and asked me how I am today. That's yes. suspicious. <laughs> it's uh, something you'd never do at a networking event. Anyway, uh, Mike, thanks so much for being Thank with you, us Mike. today. This was uh, such a fast half hour or so that, that flew by. You're, you're just an awesome guy. And I, I wish the best for you. I want to see you keep growing. Yeah, I'm so excited about seeing where you're going to go. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, he he's, gonna... He's, he's leaving. He's going somewhere he else. He said he's leaving, so I want to know where. Start don't start that. No, <laughs> not starting rumors. No, no, don't do that. Yeah, but no, I appreciate you two more than you know. Micah, I, I've been watching you and women in the channel. And I remember when you first started with Bruce. So you're you're on that, you know, that straight vertical trajectory. Mm -hmm. And Bruce... Um, People do business with telesystems, I think, because Bruce is there. I'm just going to say it. I know that. I, just, I hate to hear people. People love you. People love you. Everyone yeah. loves you in the industry. So thank you both. Just not my ex-wives. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we're going to edit that piece off of the end. And just yeah. <laughs> On that note, we'll go to our, uh, our commercial break. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and wrap it up. Next Generation Leadership. See you on the other side. See ya. In a world where businesses are striving to adapt, connect, and evolve, we're here to bring you more. More freedom to work how and where you want while keeping employees connected, productive, and engaged. More flexibility to customize solutions to tailor a simple, more agile network. And more security for an evolving cyber landscape with around-the-clock access to hands-on technical support. It's time to explore more. Okay, welcome back. Next Generation Leadership, Bruce and Micah. And what an awesome conversation with. That was so good. I, I just, I love his spirit and his spirit of just wanting to help other people. Like that's what you heard consistently the entire time. It was just, my success comes from helping other people. And I can attest to that because there's multiple times that he's reached out to me just to ask me what I've done to help his people. So He's an amazing person. I just wanted to give him a hug through the screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good when you can 
put out a vibe that makes people want to hug you. I have to, I have to get that because I, I don't know. Sometimes people just want to punch me through the screen. But, yeah, that's neither here nor there. Thank you to all of you who listen. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at B-Wirt Leadership, W-I-R-T, B-W-I-R-T Leadership. And Micah is at Micah Rose. Yes. Yeah. Micah Rose. I, I had that Twitter since maybe... 10 years ago when I was like a teenager. So <laughs> I couldn't change it or else I would have just had my own name, but it's fine. Oh, well, it's good. It works. Fine. It worked. You just have to follow me. Cause that's uh, I'm, I'm like partially offended that you don't follow me yet. So, Oh, I'm sorry. I need you to be on there. Uh, <laughs> follow us on Twitter and uh, subscribe to the telesystem YouTube channel. And um, there's a playlist on there specifically for this podcast. Telesystem makes this possible. So um, even if you're a competitor or whatever, and you want to not get Telesystem propaganda thrown at you, there's a separate playlist. So make sure you subscribe and you can watch these things that come out on the podcast platforms first, all of them, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, radio.com, which is now something else. Um, listen first. So we uh, we can monetize the commercials and then you can watch us and uh, you get to see all the the nonverbal cues. I'm messing with my hands. I have this little pen with a boxing glove that I I'm can... dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Mike is made for TikTok. <laughs> I love TikTok. I'm actually on TikTok. Micah Rosales. Anyone wants to follow me on there. <laughs> it took me like 10 years to figure out Twitter. So. Um, that's enough for me. LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, don't follow me on, I guess I, I, I'd accept you on Facebook. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just don't solicit me there. LinkedIn. I'm okay with solicitations as long as we're conversing. Don't send me anything stupid and you can find all of that out. I think it's episode six. Go back to the archive. Yes, you can definitely check out what makes Bruce tick and that's number one. So don't do it. Or, uh, for Micah Rosales Peterson. I'm Bruce Wirt, and we'll talk to you next time. Oh, who do we got next time? I almost missed that. Yeah, so next time we have Kelly Danziger, who is the general manager of Informa Tech, one of the largest yeah. tech media companies in the nation. I actually think the world. Like, yeah. they, they are... Worldwide! They're worldwide. Worldwide. So we will be picking her brain next week. All right. Well, I can't wait. Kelly, get ready. You're going to be on the hot. Get ready, Kelly. All right. For Micah, <laughs> I'm Bruce. We'll talk to you next time.